to Milwaukee Mennonite Church, whether you are here in the seats or whether you are on Zoom with us. Today is Peace Sunday, as observed by the Mennonite World Conference with churches across the globe. And here at Milwaukee Mennonite, we happen to already be um, doing a peace-focused worship series. On Labor Day, our outdoor worship service, uh, we looked at the Lord's Prayer, how we can find peace through prayer. And then we looked at Nicodemus and the meeting, his meeting with Jesus, learning about being reborn, God bringing peace through the Spirit. Last week, we focused on the John passage of the vine and the branches, how we can find peace in knowing that God wants to stay connected to us. God notices us and wants us to bear fruit. So today, we continue this look of Look at, looking at the theme of peace by focusing on how God's presence brings us peace. And the focus scripture will be Psalm 139. Last week in her sermon, Rachel H. Scott mentioned um, abiding in, that abiding means that God is like setting up camp in us, like living with us, like nestled in, like for the long haul. So today we further think about why does God want to be close to me? Do we acknowledge the closeness? How do we feel about the closeness? We're going to listen to a, a song called Christ Within to help us center on God's closeness to us.
Please pray with me. Creator God, we pause to simply acknowledge your presence that has been, is, and will always be with us. You're here. Help us to hear your voice. Help us to expect the Spirit to move among us. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you join me in the call to worship? It's printed in your bulletin. We gather now in awe of the one who has searched us and known us, the Alpha and the Omega. We come together in praise. Who was and who is and who is to come. So let us lift up our hearts and our voices to worship our God. who is still with us now and always. Amen. We begin our singing with number 49, All Who Are Thirsty. I invite you to stand if you are able. Join us in singing.
We continue our singing with 162, The Love of God, 162. According to Palmer Becker in his Mennonite Mission Work Network booklet called What is an Anabaptist? Quote, the central problem of our humanity is that we offend each other. From the beginning of time, human beings, both as individuals and as groups, have offended God and each other. There are attitudes and our actions. The result has been broken relationship with God, with each other, and with our inner selves, and with the whole earth, end quote. And so right now, we acknowledge our need for grace. Grace extended to the other when someone has unintentionally or intentionally hurt us. 
Grace extended to ourselves when we've messed up and we know it. And when we doubt ourselves or our worth in the eyes of the community or God. Neither extending grace to one another or to ourselves can be done by just us. We look to God and ask for God's help and recognize God's miraculous grace that God extends to us. Please turn to 891 for our confession and take just a second in silence to look at 891 before we read it together. For the times we have lied to one another and the times we have been lied to. For the times we have laughed at another's pain and the times we have been laughed at. For the times we have betrayed a friend and the times when we have been betrayed. For the times we have spoken when we should have remained silent, and the times we have remained silent when we should have spoken. Let's sing that amazing grace, 163.
By God's grace, we are saved. In the name of Jesus, our sins are forgiven. Let's pass this peace that comes from God's grace to each other. I invite you to stand, shake hands, give a wave, whatever you'd like. Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning, and settle at the farthest limits of the sea. Even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and night wraps itself around me, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed me, formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Wait, what? God has searched me and knows me? Did God look in the dark corners, in the closets where I have things hidden? I hope not. But wait, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? God's works are wonderful? So then I'm wonderful? Hmm. Why is this so easy for me to understand that this is true for everyone else? I look out at all of you, and I see that you are all fearfully and wonderfully made. But I want to hide in the depths, like in verse 8. 
So Psalm 30, this, this Psalm 30, 139 has it all. It is, it has the God who knows everything. It has the God who is present everywhere. And as creator, the God who can do anything. It is written in the first person. It is intimate. It is showing the deep connection between us and God. It should be comforting. It is meant to be comforting. When I am at my best healthy self, it is comforting. It is amazing to know that I am this important to God and I cannot flee God's presence. When I am the, in the valley of the shadow of death, like in Psalm 23, this Psalm really scares me. It even creeps me out a little bit, if I'm being honest. In my journey program, besides learning church history and all that good stuff, I'm learning crazy things, like, get this, God knows everything about me and still loves me. Or, I am a beloved child of God. Or, this one, God knows my strengths, my gifts, and my flaws, and still loves me? What? I mean, okay, I knew all this, but studying it is really different. Spending time with the scriptures, not just glancing over them, is really been different for me. When I let my guard down and let myself accept all these truths that I'm learning, I feel so much better. My hope and my prayer is that we can all let our guards down and accept this good news. We can accept that God's presence is good and God wants the best for us. Furthermore, I pray that we can help each other see this good news because sometimes we need our brothers and sisters in our community to peacefully, maybe forcefully, tell us that Psalm 139 is an incredibly beautiful prayer about God's presence and love for us and that it's true about all of us. As I've been introduced to different ways of praying and reading scriptures, I'm finding that a physical action helps to center me. I'm also learning that prayer or spiritual discipline does not have to be anything elaborate. It can be whatever works for you. So I printed out the psalm for you all, and there's um, maybe during the week you could read it, you could find a word, you could find a verse, carry that verse or that word with you throughout the week, and just, it could just be one word, and just you know, when, when you're sinking into that pit, you just bring yourself back to that one word. So now, we're gonna, I'm gonna just ask you to release your inhibitions for, or your thoughts about, this is weird, Rachel, this is weird, and just go along with me, or not, whatever. We're going to do an embodied meditation on the psalm. As I read it, I will give you some prompts what to do with your hands, if you want, I'm not forcing you, but it's always nice to try things. As we start, I'll leave um, a little bit of time for silence and for us to focus on breathing. I often realize that I, I don't think I am breathing. I mean, maybe I'm just breathing to like here, and I have no idea how I stay alive because I don't think I breathe.
Now hold one hand out in front of you and use a finger from your other hand to gently trace around your hand as I read verses one through six. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Now examine the back of your hand, flexing your fingers and tracing the joint lines and the veins as I read the next six verses. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day. The darkness is as light to you. Finally, turn your hand over and trace your palm, the lines in your palm, as I read um, the last four verses. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in that secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. We'll begin our responding time with 540. Will you come and follow me?
feel like we've already been praying, so let's continue praying. Please pray with me. Holy God, where can we go from your spirit? Where can we flee from your presence? If we ascend to success and happiness, confidence, pleasure, you are there. If we descend to failure, depression, humiliation, fear, pain, you are there. Even when we try to get away from you, when we desperately want to hide ourselves from you, you do not stop loving us. God, we offer our cares and concerns to you. God, we ask for your help in how we view each other, that we would not other each other, that we would recognize that we are all your children. God, we thank you that you don't stop leading us into the fullness of life. And we praise you for allowing us to feel that rootedness in you. God, thank you for being around us and within us and with us and for us now and always. Amen. For our sending hymn, I invite you to stand, 8.30, go my children, and then stay standing for the benediction.
May you go throughout this week remembering the presence of God surrounds you, the love of God leads you, the peace of God dwells within you now and always. Amen. You may be seated. Go in peace.